Hello educators, you're welcome to today's episode of the Educators Talk with Kif Esela. Today we're going to be looking at the educational system in Nigeria. I'm just going to be giving an introduction, a general overview. In Nigeria, we have um, different categories of education. We have the kindergarten, we have the primary education, we have the secondary education, we also have the tertiary education, all governed and regulated by the Federal Ministry of Education of Nigeria. But then we have some challenges affecting the Nigerian educational system. We have some challenges ending the system from delivering quality education. Now let me start with the um, kindergarten and primary sec- section. The kindergarten and primary sections have issues with reading and overpopulation. Have you visited the public primary school in Nigeria before? Have you visited a public primary school in Lagos State before? Just take a look, take a look at the classroom and you'll be amazed at how information will be disseminated to all the pupils in the class. Why will a primary school be having over 50 students in the class? Over 70, over 80, and why will a community, a community be given only one primary school? In a community like Maya, for example, we have two government-owned primary schools. It's not supposed to be so. The Maya environment is so big that these students are more than the building. Uh, the, capa- the numbers of students are more than the building, the structure of the school. So now what do you expect? They have so many students in the classroom. Even when the teacher is trying to teach, they can't even teach properly and won't have time for all the students. The kindergarten and primary education stage, it is the foundation of learning. It is the basics. These are the people we need to pay more attention to. There are people that need more attention. Because whatever they are able to grab now will help them, will help them in their learning as they proceed. What they don't understand now will hinder them as they proceed. So the primary education is something that needs to be looked into. Like they need to check it out. Like see, a lot of primary school students are suffering. Like they are suffering because they are not getting the quality they need from the, their school. And I cannot blame the teachers right now because. How many teachers, how many students can you see at the time? How many students can you talk to? How many students can you add correct? How many students can you call one on one to put through? It's not possible. How can a teacher be having 80 students in the class and they are to close by 2, 2 p.m.? They are true, 8 to 2 p.m. Controlling over 80 students and you're going to do more than three subjects in a day. How would that be possible? The primary school education is really suffering infrastructure some of them sit on the floor they don't have tables and chairs in their classroom they sit on the floor they're having issues with infrastructure the building too they don't have enough building like okay see in um um ikurudu now towards um the first gate side the first gate going to first gate side okay from sabo ikurudu to that first gate area we have just two public primary schools Two public primary schools. First, um, before the fish pond, though, okay, let me put it this way we have just three from Sabo Ikurudu to Laspotek, first gate area. We have just three primary schools Farm Settlement, Model, Model Primary School, and Estate Primary School. Three primary schools. Just imagine the number of students living in that environment. And we're having just three primary schools there. It's not supposed to be so. It's not so the students are more than the schools. Now that is your yeah, you're starting more pressure on the teachers. And 
The teachers can't handle everything. Let's be frank. They can't handle everything on their own. Considering the number of students they have to deal with per day and the number of subjects they have to teach. Because they have to meet up with the curriculum. So they can't just... A teacher can't pick a subject a day to teach the children. Provide students to make sure they understand. It's not possible. So the primary education is really suffering. And some of them, they are having issues with teachers. They don't have enough staff to the school. And I'm wondering, we have a lot of graduates that are looking for employment. Interested and passionate about teaching. They don't have jobs. Whereas our public schools are sort of teachers. This is one issue facing the primary education. Now let's look at the secondary education. I was amazed when I was told that they just as one classroom. They have up to 180 students. Please, what, what, what? Just as one classroom, 180 students. I was amazed. Why would they have up to 180 students in just one just as one classroom? And in that particular school, they have up to six classrooms for just as one. So just 180 multiplied by six. So just imagine the numbers of students in GSS1 in total. And they have very limited subject teachers. Just one subject teacher is teaching GS1, GS2, GS3. How would that teacher have time to do explain to students? Because imagine, you see, teachers are not machineries. They are not machines. Imagine walking to the class first period. Yes, one go to GST second period, go to GST third period, move back into GST so our fourth period. The whole day, like you don't have time to rest apart from the break time. Please, the teacher will be tired. The strength and the effort that the teacher will put in teaching would have gone because the teacher will even try to be conserving the energy so like he or she can meet up with the other classrooms, the other classes that have our subjects. See, it's not supposed to be so. We're supposed to have more teachers. The secondary school in this country, they are suffering from teachers. They don't have enough teachers. They don't have enough teachers. They admit so many students because they have very few schools. Like, they have very few government secondary schools. In Eko, I'm still using Maya as an instance. From Maya, Maya to Isuaz, um, they have just two government schools. Maya to Isuaz. Then just imagine the number of students within that secondary school range that are living in those communities. Students are too much. They are too much mod- for one school. Students are too much. And it's so sad. It's as if government has stopped um, building new schools. They have stopped, government has stopped establishing schools, secondary schools, yes. Because it's the same schools that I've been hearing of is what I'm still hearing of. The only thing I notice in some of them is they just try to renovate. See, the population is increasing. Day by day, they keep increasing. Population keeps increasing on a daily basis. So, we need more schools. We need more schools. We need more schools in this country. We need more schools. Especially in the South Wales region. I know. Like, students are too much. Students are many. Schools. They are short of schools. Okay. In account, a single classroom, we have 180 students. And they don't use sound system. So, explain. Teachers don't use sound system. They just come to the class and talk. Some students are the back of the here. Coupled with some distractions that take place in the classroom. Please, the government needs to work on that. This is one of the issues we are facing as the Nigerian secondary school. Now, looking at the tertiary institution, the tertiary institution in this country would have been fine. 
and race. If we have more committed lecturers and if we have more honest people administrate in the administrative sections of the school, how can a school that knows that the minimum the maximum number of students they are to admit for a year is five thousand? How would they sell for it's almost forty five thousand students? It's how it does not make sense. Fine, some will fail the screening, some will pass. But then, if you are to be getting 5,000 students in your school, you should at least sell from to like 7,000. Then, okay, it's just say 2,000 field, then you eventually have 35,000. What will you be selling from to more than? And I've been wondering, why is it that the Admission forms of our second, our tertiary institutions don't close. The admission forms don't close. Like they just keep selling, selling, selling to make money. Eventually, people that they should have made them think about their life and think about what they, they ought to do with their life, be waiting, wasting time, waiting for them, thinking that okay, they'll be admitted this year, get admission this year. No, it is very wrong. It's another thing we need to check. Our tertiary institutions. They are only wasting the time of Nigerians, making them have hope where there is no, there is no hope. If your target number is 5,000, sell forms to 7,000 people. So when 2,000 people, you are admitted to only 5,000. Not selling forms to 15,000 people. And you now leave 10,000 souls, 10,000 students, thinking of what to do with their life. It's not Another issue we have is nonchalant. How the lecturers have now Nigerian students? They don't care. Like they don't really care about what. What? They don't really care about. They don't really care about. They don't really care about the students. And it's not supposed to be so. How much you care about the students? Students that are under your care, that you are actually to nurture. Some will boldly come to classes and say. A is for God. B is for me. C is for the students. It is wrong. It is wrong. Some when you even excel, some of them will say, I can't give you 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 pass the boy, I can't just give you the school. Sorry, what are they using the scores to do? Some schools, because they have a target number of students they want to graduate. And they've admitted excess, excess students. We now start dropping the student by giving them carryovers. It's not supposed to be so. It's not supposed to be so at all. While in some of our other schools, a student that is doing well academically, all of a sudden, the students start dropping as a lecturer. Seeing going through the scores, you should be able to call that student to order. What is wrong with you? What is going on with you? Used to be your grades used to be high, but now you're coming down. What's going on? You should be able to put it is so sad. Most of our lecturers they're not even concerned. They don't have they don't have that feeling with them to you know reach out to students. They are just let me teach you and get out of the class. And it needs to be so when you teach, you should ensure that you follow up. Fine, you can't follow them up because they are you can't follow them up. 
fully because they are many. But then, the little you can do, especially when you are observing their grades, someone who is making it, going ahead, all of a sudden started dropping, he thinks you at least call that person so that you see what the person can, what what the person, what has gone wrong with the person. But it's, not, it's so sad to know that that's not the case. Instead, when you do that, as we do, everyone said, you know, Another thing we lack is transparency in our schools. They are not transparent. So when you see when you gain admission into the primary school, so many stress. Like they stress some of it, most of the things, most of the admission processes to our government, state owned and government, our federal and state schools. And I'm wondering what is wrong. These are the people, we are the people, we are the citizens. Our rights, we have the right to education. But then, when you want to get educated, you go through so many stress, so many queues, so many running around. So, like, it's so much, and I'm like, it's not supposed to be so. The system, the process is fine. They are trying to adopt the, the computer based internet stuff, but then they are not still effective. Stress is too much. It's also effective. And we have limited cultural institutions in the country. The number of the number of youths that are interested in being graduates are not in schools because we don't have enough schools in the country. The schools are the schools are limited and I begin to wonder are they not building schools again? These schools that we have available since nineteen sixty that are still available. Like, the population is not increasing. Right, the people give birth almost every day. We are increasing. The, no, the Nigerians are more than the generation of my fathers. There are many. So, I'm wondering why is it the same number of schools they had then? They are still the ones that are existing now. Building new schools is not in the budget. At least, should have the building of new schools in our budget. And even the budget, they, they don't even allocate enough funds for the educational, educational system. The funds allocated for the educational system, not even much. And I'm wondering, like, are we not encouraging education in this country? What is going on? A lot of people are interested in learning. A lot of people are interested in learning, but then, we are having issues with our schools. Now, what of the quality of the education they offer? The last time it was on the news that to gain admission in foreign countries, you have to go through a one-year preparatory class because the Nigerian standard of education did not meet their standard. And it was not so in the days of our fathers. It was not so in the days of our ruler. And I begin to wonder what has gone wrong. The effort that, were in, that was invested in learning teach the people of our fathers, the people of the likes of Professor Walishuika and the rest. The investment. Why is it that the present day lecturers are not investing it in our young ones, at least our generation? Actually, they were the ones that were being taught. And I'm wondering why is it that they were being taught that way and they are neglecting the next generation? Don't they know that it is what they impact to this generation? That will be impacted to the next generation. And if they keep reducing the quality of education, 
for this generation. Definitely, the next generation will suffer this thing. See, we need to stop this train. We need to stop this train. Like, it's so painful. You finish secondary school in Nigeria, you write a foreign exam, you pass the test of English as a foreign language, you pass the school entrance exam, and they ask you to do one year preparatory class, one year class to to make you meet up with your standard. It is it is it's an insult. It is so embarrassing. Like personally, it's so embarrassing. Like I felt so sad getting to know such. Like how I have studied so well, past examinations, be given admission, and I will be asked to do one year extra before I can start my bachelor's. It's not supposed to be so. And this is just to show that the quality education, we are not being given quality education education, and it's really affecting. So many Nigerians are very intelligent. Nigeria has been blessed with very intelligent youth, quite very, 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 very intelligent youth. But then the system has actually been bringing them down, like bringing them down. Please, we need to adjust this. We need to adjust this. We need to adjust this because. Quality education must be passed to the next generation. And for quality education to be passed to the next generation, this generation needs to be redirected. Like, things need to change. The change needs to start now so that it can reflect, reflect later. Whatever it's sown in this, the life of these present youths is what they will deliver to the next generation. Please, to every educator listening to me, be, even if you're working in a government sector or a private sector, please try to contribute your own quota when you're teaching learners. Try to contribute your own quota. You know you're doing. Please be your best at it so that at least the change will start with you. The change will start with me. Let's start the change from ourselves. And the more we spread, the more we become many making a change. More it will rub off on this generation of learners and they will be changed. Things will change for good. Nigerian education needs attention. So that's why in this month of December, I will be interviewing three other people passionate about education and learning. They will be sharing their thoughts on some of these challenges I've mentioned. And we're looking at more of them. We'll also be discussing on challenges we can avoid. And how we can patch up the ones that are unavoidable. And they'll be sharing their personal and um, their personal thoughts. Like, like what they feel can be done. The solutions to the issues of the Nigerian educational system. I will be having Ms. Joyce Obiako, Mr. Remileko Adeogu, and Mr. Abatunde Afroyo with me throughout this month of December. Please don't miss this edition of the Educator Stop with Peter Sema. Don't miss it. Just keep tabs. 10 a.m. every Tuesday on this podcast. Keep listening. Share your thoughts. I'll be glad and happy to receive them. Thank you so much. Happy to see you again next week.